In today's episode, I'm previewing week 10 in the NBA, giving you streaming ideas, players to sit, players to start. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. We are looking ahead to week 10 in the NBA, a very interesting week in terms of fantasy strategy. Let's talk about that now. And the week looks like this. 19 teams play four games. Nine teams play three games. But there's one team, the Washington Wizards, that play five. And there's one team, the San Antonio Spurs, that play two. Now, of course, games could be postponed due to weather, due to COVID, due to whatever sort of stuff could go on during the week. But as it stands at the moment, that's how we've got it. So, you know, the idea is that with five games for the Wizards, you're pretty excited about starting these guys or streaming these guys in. And with Spurs players, well, there's nobody that you want to start in a weekly league. Simple as that. With two games on and with 20 teams playing at least four games... Um, and no Spur player being a top 30 sort of guy, there's no one that you want to look to start at all in any sort of 12-team format. Now, in a 14-team league, maybe you sneak DeRozan and Murray in, but even then, I think it's borderline. Um, guys like White and Pirtle and Aldridge, who we don't even know if he's going to be coming back, um, really tough to, to use those players. So basically, it's just a zero week for the Spurs, unfortunately, for them and the players on your team. Wizards, a different story. We'll talk about them a little bit more later. Let's look how the schedule pans out. Seven games Monday, nine Tuesday, nine Wednesday, six Thursday, nine Friday, seven Saturday, nine Sunday. So theoretically, we could stream every single day this week. Now, usually I use my stream cutoff as eight games or fewer, but in most cases on a nine game day, you can stream. So we do have a situation here where streaming every day is possible. It won't be for every one of you, but it will be for a large portion of you. Now, definitely we can stream on Monday, we can stream on Thursday, and we can stream on Saturday. They're going to be the definite days to stream, but theoretically, we could do it every every day. If you're in a league with unlimited weekly transactions, you should change that to begin with, but for next season, um, you should be looking to get guys in every single day. So back-to-back streaming doesn't make any difference to you. If you've got unlimited or seven ads for the week, just add one player with your worst roster spot every single day. Or if you've got unlimited spots, you can stream maybe one or two spots in every week and really bulk up the wins and get a big victory this week. Um, If you have limited games, we'll talk about that. Limited acquisitions, four acquisitions for the week, for example. We'll talk about that in a second of of what we can do in that scenario. And uh, the teams that have the most of those quality games in terms of the the lower volume, the Monday, Thursday, Saturday, the Wizards have three games on those days. The Jazz, uh, sorry, the, the Mavericks also have three games on those days. The Jazz, the Knicks, and the Thunder, the Grizzlies, the Sixers, the Nets, the Nuggets, the Pelicans, and the Magic all have two games on those um, on those lower days. But in general, we are viewing this week as an everyday stream week. So we want to pay more attention to the back-to-backs and when they take place in those scenarios where, like majority of leagues, you do have uh, weekly waiver acquisition limits. So let's talk about that then. 
Let's talk about which teams have back-to-backs. 21 teams have back-to-backs. The Oklahoma City Thunder, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and the Washington Wizards have two back-to-backs each. Now, that is especially important for the Thunder because Al Horford will sit on one game of a back-to-back. So a four-game week for Al Horford turns into a two-game week for Al Horford. That means he is, in weekly leagues, a sit. And in daily changes leagues, you're going to want to look to add Isaiah Roby. Roby's going to have two games as a starter, and even as a backup, he's playing next to Horford some. So I think he is a pretty solid add for this week. The Wolves having two back-to-backs, there's no one there who we particularly think is going to sit down. And the Wizards are interesting. Now, Russell Westbrook played in a back-to-back last time. We don't know how much of that factored in the fact that it was a Sunday-Monday back-to-back, and on the Sunday game, it was the early game, like the midday game or whatever it was. So that extra six, seven hours of rest that he got in that day... How much of that was the factor that he played that back-to-back? And will he play, as he returns to playing back-to-backs, will he play two back-to-backs this week? I would suggest that Westbrook plays, well, minimum three games, but I would suggest it's more likely he plays four games this week rather than five. Now, that's probably not going to change your idea on whether you start or sit him, but it does mean there is maybe streaming value appearing for guys like Denny Avdia or Hal Neto on those days that Westbrook sits. So there's a chance he plays three games, but there's a probably you know, 90% likelihood he plays four out of the five games this week. Picking when that one is remains to be seen. They have a Monday-Tuesday back-to-back, the Wizards, and a Saturday-Sunday. I would think it's maybe the Saturday-Sunday one that he doesn't play in, but that's just honestly just a complete guess, Um, and that's just what we've got to pay attention to. Teams we've got to watch for for back-to-backs. I've already mentioned the Thunder with their two back-to-backs and the Wizards with their two back-to-backs. The Rockets have a back-to-back, so John Wall will miss one game this week. And Victor Oladipo, even if he does return from injury, is going to miss a back-to-back. And the Celtics have a back-to-back as well. So Kemba Walker is going to miss one of the Celtics games. So he's down to a three-game week for this week. Now, if we're streaming, as I said before, if you've got the seven acquisitions or unlimited, you just go ham. One player every day. You don't need to look at strategies or anything like that because whatever day you add a play, you're probably going to be able to get them in. But if you've got four ads for the week, this is what you you look to do. Monday, Tuesday, we look at which teams have a back-to-back there. So we've got the Wizards, the Mavericks, and the Blazers have a Monday, Tuesday back-to-back. So you're streaming. Maybe it's Alex Lynn as the center. Maybe you're looking at streaming Rui Hachimura. Maybe you're looking at uh, Hal Neto. Maybe you're looking at uh, Robin Lopez for deeper leagues. The Mavericks, Jalen Brunson, Dorian Finney-Smith, Maxi Kleber, Tim Hardaway, Josh Richardson, Great Monday, Tuesday streams. The Blazers, Gary Trent, if he's not rostered, Anthony Simons, Carmelo Anthony, Derek Jones Jr., great ad. So you add them on Monday and you get two games out of them. Now, there is a there is a Tuesday-Wednesday component of this as well, and there are teams that play Tuesday-Wednesday. But again, if you've got the limited ads, you make the Monday-Tuesday ad, and then you make the next ad for Wednesday-Thursday. And that team you're going to target is New Orleans Pelicans. So a guy that's going to be hot property is going to be Josh the Hitman Hart. You can look at Kyra Lewis. You can look at Billy Hernan Gomez in that situation as well. And in deeper leagues, you can look at JJ Redick. But that's a, that's a way you, know, you get that first back-to-back, and then you make that ad to get a Pelicans player in Wednesday, Thursday. And then the next one you do is a Friday, Saturday. You've got the Jazz, whether that's Joe Ingles, who was dropped, whether that's um, Boyan Bogdanovich, who's on the wire, whether it's um, Derek Favors, you can add him. The Thunder, plenty of options there. Isaiah Roby is going to be a really, really good one. MC Hamadou Diallo, uh, Mike Muscala, maybe an option for you. Maybe the uh, Oklahoma City Mudflap, Kenrich Williams. 
Then you've got the paces. You're Justin Holiday if he's available. Jeremy Lamb if he's available. Doug McDirt if he's available. Maybe you go to Aaron Holiday in that scenario as well and stream in the Friday, Saturday. And then the last day is just Sunday. So then you look at what categories you need, what players are available, add the best player that suits your team's need on the Sunday. There's your four acquisitions for the week done. Now, if you have more acquisitions, you can you do a Tuesday, Wednesday. You can do a back-to-back on any of these other days, whatever. But if in a four-game situation, this is the way that you should be attacking it. Weekly leagues, players that you can add that you might be able to start this week. Neto. Now, there's a chance Neto starts. Now, remember, Ish Smith's out. So there's a chance that Neto plays 30 minutes in two games. And there's five games on for the Wizards this week. So he could have a ton of minutes. He's an option for us. Patrick Beverly's in some limited minutes, but I don't know whether that will continue. There's also a back-to-back this week for the Clippers. So maybe that doesn't work for him. I, I don't know. That's towards the end of the week. They play the Grizzlies back-to-back Thursday, Friday. Um, but I think he's a good add. Dorian Finney-Smith. For the Mavericks, um, you're playing a lot of minutes, doing just enough. He's like a, a, um, a Royce O'Neal type of player, but he's got some value with the four games that maybe he's worth a look. And same with Garrett Temple, who's going to be starting for the Bulls all week. They've got four games this week, and he might have enough value to be a weekly league ad and maybe enough to start for the week. Looking at players in points leagues to add, these are all rostered in 50% or fewer leagues. Cody Zeller of the Hornets, MC Hamadou Diallo, as we've already mentioned, Josh Jackson, and Big Deke Energy Sadiq Bay. Now, Jackson and Bay should be rostered anyway in points leagues. So, so should Zeller, but they're not. So go and have a look if they're available. And then Diallo could be on your wire. So he could be someone to go and take a grab at right there. Players to sit in category leagues. I've written Calden Johnson here, but it's just a placeholder for every Spurs player. So you don't want to start any Spurs player in a 12-team league. In a 14-teamer, Murray and DeRozan are on the borderline, but very much borderline. And in the 16-teamers, their their two-game weeks probably does work. I think Kendrick Nunn is a sit because I'm expecting Goran Dragic to return during the week. And even though the Heat have four games, he might play 30 minutes in two games and 10 minutes in two. So he could become a sit. Eric Bledsoe. The Pelicans only play three games. I think Bledsoe is a drop anyway. Get that garbage out of here! Um, but even if you do want to hold on, this is a week to sit him. And then Al Horford, only two games this week for Horf, uh, most likely with the two back-to-back, so he is a guy to sit down. In points league, similar things. The Spurs guys, you sit them. Eric Bledsoe, you sit him. Al Horford, you sit him. Smoking Joe Harris, only three games for the Nets. Not a good points league player anyway. He is a prime target to sit for this week. And then, guys, we can add for deep leagues. I actually think Jaden McDaniels is not a bad 12-team league ad anyway. But in deeper leagues, he's not rostered anywhere. Go and add him. Five games for Denny Avdia. Five games for Robin Lopez. They have some value in 14-team leagues as an ad for this week. And then the burner, Jalen Brunson, only rostered in under 10% of advanced leagues. So that is a guy that in 14, 16-team leagues, you can add. There's four games this week for the Mavericks. He's playing a pretty strong role off the bench. He is someone you can go and add. Guys, that'll do it for this weekly preview. I'll be back later on today with a what to watch for on Sunday. Don't forget to subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube. Hit the bell, give the thumbs up, leave the comment down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.